0: This is Basketball More Than a Game
1: with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right,
0: this is Coach Goins and I'm back. And you know what? We are so excited about this week's episode. Like we always say, make sure you got your sneakers on, you got them laced up tight. And you know what? Let me look to my left and see what the hottest co-host is doing. Coach Q, what's popping?
2: Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, I'm so excited about our very special guest tonight in the studio that I feel like I'm on the campus of the Cincinnati Bearcats, sitting inside Fifth Third Arena, waiting on someone to catch it off the rim and throw it down. And after this short break, Coach G is going to come right back and introduce you to our very special guest. So make sure your sneakers are laced up tight.
0: Child out. So, listen via telephone. Our very special guest tonight is Coach Chris Lepore, Chief of Staff of the University of Cincinnati Men's Basketball Program. Coach Lepore, welcome to Basketball Morning Game.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, so are we. And uh, Coach Quick, I know, uh, I know you chomping at the bit. Your uh, Redskins were were uh, victorious today, as well as them Lakers look. Pretty solid, so I'll let you go ahead and open this up.
2: Yes, sir. First and foremost, I'd like to give a shout-out to Coach Laporte and the Cincinnati men's um, Bearcats football team. A great win yesterday against Notre Dame. You guys are on the way. I feel like you're headed to the playoff situation. Just keep grinding. Um, just wanted to give that shout-out to you first and foremost, Coach
1: Laporte. Absolutely. We're fired up for our, uh, our football team. Coach Fickle's done an unbelievable job creating a big-time culture there, and uh, we're, we're, we're as hopeful as ever that they're going to get their shot. But, you know, the, in, the, in the post-game press conferences, they're talking about one game at a time, and we're trying yes, to have sir. the same approach on the basketball court. Definitely. Yes, sir. Okay, I want to start
2: off with a question for you. First and foremost, your title is Chief of Staff for Cincinnati Men's Basketball. What are your duties and how are you enjoying the opportunity
1: this far? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a title that, you know, Coach Miller and I kind of worked on. Um, Obviously, him and I have been together for quite some time. Um, We spent the last seven years together at Greensboro. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm, I'm coming off the road as an assistant coach for him at Greensboro. And, uh, you know, stepping into this administrative role at Cincinnati, um, you know, being Quite a, quite a big jump from where we were um the the nuts and bolts of the job is to kind of make sure that things don't fall through the cracks and kind of be the the glue guy on staff right yes um, you know we we have we have guys on staff who are you know new to coach miller so I, I get i get fielded a lot of questions you know how does coach like things done with with this how does coach like things done with that and um, you know, so I'm, I'm fielding questions all the time, feel like a project manager sometimes, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, day to day, I'm really hands on with our on-campus recruiting um, and, and obviously our home base of, of North Carolina, you know, we're going to continue to recruit that area really hard. And so trying to continue to build those relationships and, uh, and, and make sure that uh, Cincinnati is, is on the radar of the top players out of that, out of that region. And uh, you know any, everything on campus recruiting, official visits, unofficial visits, and then behind the scenes things like you know our, our branding, our social media, um, you know our camps, our community engagement. There's a lot that goes into it, uh, but day to day, it's it's making sure that our our ship is headed in the right direction. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to much success. For
2: um, you and Coach Miller with the Cincinnati Bearcats, you guys had a stellar record at UNCG, went to two NCAA tournaments, and man, uh, you, you had five straight 20-plus win seasons, finishing 21 and 9 and 13 and 5 last season, and crowned both the SoCon regular season and tournament champions. So that's big time. I'm looking forward to
1: um, great things for you guys at Cincinnati. No, we, we appreciate that. Our our time in Greensboro was special. Um, I, I got on with Coach Miller early on in, in the process. Um, you know, he was a, a, the youngest head coach in the country at the time when I got on with him. Um, and, you know, our, our first couple of years together were tough. You know, everybody looks at our, you know, what we've accomplished in the last five years and think, man, they were on the gravy train. Uh, <laughs> but this, the, the early years were tough. Um, you know, my first season there, we won – won nine regular season games. Um, And so, you know, early on it was tough, and we were still trying to establish a culture and uh, had a couple guys that stuck with us when others transferred. And uh, those guys that stuck with us and believed in what we were doing, uh, they ended up being the first group to cut down nets. And, uh, you know, you see the fruits of that, you know, five years down the road, the, uh, the continued success. Yes, sir. All right, Coach G, I see you got your man
2: sealed in the paint, so I'm going to throw the bounce pass down to you in the post.
0: Well, I appreciate that, man, because uh, I, I didn't want that three seconds called on me as okay. I was getting ready to to make this serious power move. So, listen, Coach LaPorte, I, I certainly appreciate you talking about uh, the process that you all had to go through. And and if you don't mind, share with our coaches and, and our, our up-and-coming players that uh, listen to our show every week if you don't kind of drop in your toolkit and and explain to these guys what it means to go through the process, as you talked about your first couple of years and people only want to, you know, they, they don't understand that, you know, sometimes you don't walk in and just win 20 games.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, when I think about, I get this question all the time, like, how'd you guys do it? You know, what, what was it? What's the secret, you know? And, uh, Obviously, there's there's no secret recipe to success, right? Um, but one thing that really sticks out about our time at Greensboro is the retention of our players. And you know, in a in a world where transferring is the cool thing to do, wow. And you know, now I mean, now even more than ever, you can do it without the penalty, and there's more opportunities to leave. And um, you know, the last five years all those games that we won, we only had three players total enter the transfer portal during that time. And, you know, that that's pretty incredible. Yeah. There were 33 teams this off season that had six or more in the transfer portal. Wow. So when, when you think about being able to keep guys and you're coaching seniors that were juniors and sophomores and freshmen in your program, you know, hearing the same buzzwords every day, understanding what it takes to win games over time in your system. Um, you know, by by the time those guys are seniors, they're helping us lead lead the team. And you know, we, we've we've had guys, you know, the last four or five years who, in practice, you know, felt comfortable stopping practice. And saying, guys, we need to pick it up, or guys, we need to lock in. Our focus isn't where it needs to be, or our our effort isn't where it needs to be. And you know, when you have a, a new team every year, I think some of those opportunities are missed. Wow. And uh, you yeah. so know, and so you know, thinking about the way Coach Miller does things, I think his ability to connect with young people, his ability to connect with our players, obviously, they know he's a competitor they know he's a winner but i think deeper than that he they really know that he has their back you know what, and you know when when guys hit adversity cuz it's going to happen yes sir you might not you're not going to get the minutes you want every night you're not going to you know get as many shots as you dreamed you might coming out of high school being your team's leading scorer and now you're in college you got to play a role um there's there's so many so many ways that adversity can hit losing games i mean you know you name it injuries but when times got tough i think the relationship piece that coach miller set the example for and then our staff really tried to make real um at the end of the day i I think our our guys really liked being at uncg and it felt like they had they had opportunities to grow and they had um, the resources they needed to get better and ultimately they felt like coach miller had their back and so thinking about our time and that that's that's the biggest thing i can think of even when we weren't winning 25 games a year guys stuck with us because they, they believed in coach and they thought it was the best place for them to develop you know when and uh obviously you know towards the end we were able to recruit high-level players but early on in that process you know we, we were you know bottom of our league and it was, it was hard to recruit really high-level players when you're not winning and when your program's not on the national stage. Um, but having freshmen become sophomores, become juniors, become seniors, and, and seeing groups stick together, uh, you know, we, we were able to win games with our culture, and that eventually led to being able to recruit at a higher level and and, and guys stayed with us, and we were able to cut down nets. So I, I think that retention
0: piece is, is so, so important, looking back on our success. Wow. that's uh, We <laughs> certainly appreciate that inside look at uh, former UNC Greensboro uh, assistant coach, Chris Laporte. Co- coach Quick, man, I mean, think about it. I mean, he was in our backyard. I mean, he was only up, you know, what's that, uh, come up and jump on 220 and run up to Greensboro. Uh, and now, yep. now, now these guys are in the big time at University of Cincinnati. And one thing I really love that you framed out, Coach, the relationship. You know, the relationship before the task is uh, is such uh, is such a key. So, all right, Co- Coach, quick. I see you got your feet set for this three. So, I'm going to kick it to you.
2: Yes, sir, um, Coach Lepore. I just I noticed that everything. I mean, with you and Coach Miller, it seems like there's a there's a great friendship there, just not a working relationship. And to me, that's important, and that's important for your kids. You guys, I feel like you're adapting that family environment. You had it at UNCG, and I feel like you're you're taking that same environment to Cincinnati. And that's real key. And one thing that you touched on is big for me is uh, kids staying in the program because you win with juniors and seniors. And when you've had kids stay together, and working together for one common goal that's big time. So I, I I really appreciate you laying that inside out for us. But my next question for you is could you
1: talk about name, image, and likeness? Yeah, sure. And uh, you know, just to to comment on the uh the trip down two twenty uh you know, we we made we made that trip plenty of times, heading heading up to to the Charlottesville area, Roanoke. Yes, sir. Uh, what was what was Chad Myers prep school event that he had in Roanoke? We went up there a couple times. Um, we've obviously been through the to the Miller School, and so yeah, we've we've made that trip quite a bit. And it it gets foggy up up, up on oh. the north end of two points. So you gotta be gotta, gotta be driving slow. Yes, sir.
0: Be careful. Be, <laughs> Shenandoah Valley doesn't play around.
1: No doubt, no doubt. But uh, t- to get into name, image, and likeness, yeah, this—I mean—it's—it's it's totally changed. Um, you know the way things are, are being done in college basketball. It's—it's so brought a whole new element into play. Um, and you know, right right now, it's kind of we're kind of seeing things done for the first time, right? You know, these NIL events that outside companies are holding for. Entire programs to benefit from. Um, you know, there was one held in our facility over Labor Day weekend, and outside company rented rented out Fifth Third Arena and did a three point contest and a dunk contest, and our players were able to to benefit from that. And, right. and then you're and then you're seeing you know little individual things where, you know, somebody drops a clothing line or, um, you know, a, a little a, a tweet for a, you know, local brand, and you know guys are are profiting off of that, um, you know, advertising, you name it. I mean, it's, it's, it's opened up a whole new can of worms. Um, and you know, I think for the, for the student athlete, there's, there's new opportunity. And I think it's, I think it's great to benefit the student athlete. Um, you know, our whole thing is, you know, hopefully there's, there's enough things in in place annually that they can make a big chunk of money on in one event, one or two events that they don't have to, Spend time throughout, you know, all year chasing these little things um, so so that obviously they can focus on what truly, truly matters their education and, and of course, winning basketball games. Yes, sir.
2: All right, Coach G, I see you um, on the break, so I'm going to throw an outlet pass to you. you take it in and dunk
0: it down for us. Well, I don't, I don't know about that dunk. I've been permanently grounded, so I'll uh, I'll pick it up. Uh, <laughs> I'll just pick it up off of there. So, listen, I, I want to talk about this 2000, uh, this 2018 o- award that uh, Coach Lepore was named the National Association of Basketball Coaches Under Thirty, um, Under Armour Thirty, Up and Coming. What what an uh, what an achievement! Uh, and they said it was that was you know done by what you do on the court as well as off the court. Uh, your mentorship and, and how do you impact others and uh, your professional manner and attitude. And, and, and in that coach, if you don't mind, I want to kind of step outside the lines. How does that affect you as a coach and with your team and you guys serving the community, building that reputation outside of the lines? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, it, it's funny. I, I didn't even know that I, was was named to the NABC Under Armour 30, Under 30, until the day it came out, my phone just started blowing up. Um, I had no idea I was even nominated, but apparently Coach Miller and and my athletic director had had nominated me at the time, and I just thought, okay, you know, they must have just ran out of people under 30 to give the award to. Uh, But uh, it's... uh, it, it comes up all the time, so um, you know, I am grateful that I was given the opportunity to be nominated and um you know that it came to came to fruition. and um, i'm twenty nine I'm staring down the barrel at thirty right now. so uh, my my time's about to expire on that award. but um, no, I, I think community involvement is is so so important to the student athlete experience. Um, you know, that's one of my my roles on the staff is, Um, to actively pursue those opportunities for our student-athletes to to be involved. Obviously, our summer camps, you know, COVID's kind of gotten in the way of of, of full participation in those the the last two summers. Um, But that's usually a great way for our student-athletes to connect with the young fans of the game. Um, But outside of that, we try to do things like, uh, you know, county reading days where we pop into elementary schools and read books to kids and just try to promote education um and then there's obviously department things that are built in within the department uh for community outreach as well but that's something we try to actively pursue as a staff um to to get our guys out in the community as truth be told giving back is really important because we we have it we have it pretty good um and uh giving back is something that's really important to us well you know
0: we certainly uh certainly appreciate it. and again congratulations on that uh, and coach quick he said man he's he's 29 i was like man i almost got shoes that old so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but no but that's all good so listen we're gonna jump off real quick and take a break but before we do our special guest via telephone from the university of cincinnati is coach chris lapore chief of staff of the university of cincinnati men's basketball program and we'll be back after this quick break Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There's HELP. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goings and Coach Quick. All right, so listen, we are back, and we are so happy and honored to have on uh, Chief of Staff of the University of Cincinnati Men's Basketball Program Coach Chris Laporte. And for those of you who don't know, he was in, or he was, uh, but prior to arriving in Cincinnati, he spent some time at the University of Greensboro and uh, those Spartans. So you might have seen him around. He is on these and he's almost 30 years old uh, and he's he's on the uh, he's awarded the uh, 2018 Under Armour 30 underlist list, meaning he's one of the top up and coming coaches in the profession of college basketball. So, Coach, I, I want to kind of throw up a couple names to you. And if you don't mind, I call it the name game. Uh, so as I as I, I'll call a couple of people's uh, names and just kind of see what the what's the first thing that pops in your mind. All right, I'm ready. All right, Isaiah Miller,
1: winner, competitor. He's with the Minnesota Timberwolves right now in, in training camp, and we are rooting for him every day. Uh, this is what he's always dreamed of. He's worked for it and uh, fired up to see what's next for Zay.
0: R.J. White,
1: R.J. White, maybe the most talented offensive post player I've had the chance to work with. Um, R.J. was one of those athletic but physically strong guys, which is such a rare breed. Yes, sir. Um, and and uh, he's. He, he had quite the reputation in the Southern Conference of, of being a force. Um, he was playing, he was most recently playing professionally in Spain um, and, and it is still, still plugging along.
0: Excellent. And last but not least, Demetrius Troy.
1: Demetrius Troy, he had a birthday this week, so I actually just talked to him a couple of days ago. Um, he's doing great. He's one of the guys that uh, did not, pursue professional endeavors after college he got he got right into the working world um, which a lot of people were surprised by because he had such a good career and um, helped us win a, a couple championships there but he is he has a great sales job out in denver colorado and, and is doing great excellent, excellent. and I'm obviously a, a hoop state representative from raleigh north carolina
0: oh man wow listen folks he, do, do you see why Coach Laporte is up and coming? I dropped three names, and he was able to just ba- basically just like look right over and just like remember the stat sheet right off, uh, right off the bat. So again, we certainly appreciate uh, you uh, you taking those pinpoint questions, Coach Q. I see you, man. Yes, sir. Hey, if it's okay with you, Coach Goins, can I
2: throw two more names out there? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Come on, man. I, I'm
1: ready. I'm ready for some some Cincinnati Bearcat names. Come on. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. That'll work. Uh, first name, Keith Williams. Keith Williams had a, had a great career um, in Cincinnati. He actually is at Western Kentucky this year. Um, watching, when we first got the job here, going back and watching their games, um, he was somebody who really, really scored the ball for them. Um, on the offensive end, and we actually got a chance to meet Keith um, on his on the day of his graduation. Um, we we got the job, and then a couple weeks later, he was uh, he was graduating, and they had a ceremony in the football stadium for for the graduates. And so it was nice to have an in person encounter with him early on as we just got the job. Yes, sir. Okay, Ian Clark. Ian Clark, there's a great name. That goes back to the Belmont days. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, Ian's obviously still still doing it professionally. Uh, That was one of the first guys that I got to, you know, kind of work with every day that really just blew me away in terms of his work ethic. Um, You know, he wasn't a highly touted recruit coming out of high school, um, but obviously – you know, won an NBA championship with the Golden State Warriors and, and proved a lot of people wrong. So he's he's a guy that I talk about a lot. You know, with our current team, and I'll, I'll talk about him forever because one of the greatest joys in life is doing what people say you can't do. Wow! And and, and he proved he proved a lot of people wrong, and and he's still going. Yes, sir. Ian, I
2: remember Ian Clark from that championship team uh, with Golden State, and he he came on and helped them out um, in some of those games to get past the Cleveland Cavaliers. I believe it was in twenty seventeen. Yep. So Ian, Ian Clark, he's he's pretty tough. Um, one one last name, yep.
1: Jennifer Robbins. <laughs> she. She now goes by Jennifer Lepore because that's, yes, that's, that's, that's the best recruit I've ever saw.
0: Oh, good, good answer, Coach. Good answer.
1: We uh, we met playing pickup basketball at UNC Greensboro, um, and you know, they're six foot one, blonde, making threes. I was like, whoa, I gotta see what's up. <laughs> and uh, she wasn't feeling me at first, you know, but kept working. You know, a, a truly. A statement out there that I can recruit. We we have we have we have three little ones now, and they're all fired up for first Cincinnati Bearcat basketball season. Yes, sir. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to know
2: what was it like for you as a father to see your son score his first basket and um and for score his first career points in a
1: youth basketball game this past winter. Well, he he was about oh for twenty. Going to the game. So, uh you know, wasn't sure it was going to happen, to be honest. Uh, you know, he was, shoot, I don't even think he was three years old yet. And he was playing in like a four year old league. And I was like, hey, I just, just keep playing hard, buddy. And then the, the last game of the year, he throws one in and he's like, Daddy, I'm so good at basketball. I was like, all right, buddy, you're one for 25 on the year. We got some work to do. That's all right. <laughs> he's on the way, though. That's for he's sure. On the way. He's on the way. Yes, sir
2: um and okay i wanted to follow that up with another question if that's if that's okay with you absolutely um, right. all right how how do you deal with disrespectful players and before you before you take a problem to coach west miller what would you do to handle it
1: yeah I, i'll say this i we've been fortunate that we haven't had many instances like this over the years um, because we, we do a really, really intense job on the front end of, you know, trying to recruit guys that have good attitudes, right. Um, You know, negative things and detractors are going to happen over the course of the year. And, um, you know, to your point, hopefully those things aren't, you know, blowing up in a practice where, um, you know, it becomes a a big issue. Um, and you know, a a lot of times those are in more private conversations where it's like, man, I'm frustrated, you know, I'm not playing, I'm not, I'm not playing well, you know, this, that, and the other. And a lot of times what I'll do in those conversations is talk about practice, you know, you know, tell me about practice. Like, or you feel, you feel like you're, you have a positive attitude in practice. Uh, you know sometimes and, and then it's like you know do you feel like you're guarding well in practice because you know coach is going to put the guys on the floor that that guard the best because that's the identity of our program and, and you know so for us you know practice is always like you can't hide in practice right Wow. Well, when, when those conversations come up a lot of times talking through what's going on in practice will help a young man see like okay, I I see where coach is coming from now. Like, I got to guard better in practice. I got to take practice more seriously. I got to take my pre-practice preparation more seriously. I got to lock in and watch more film. Whatever it may be, practice ultimately is what what decides playing time. So, that's how how we typically handle those situations. Yes, sir. All
2: right, Coach G, I see you. I'm going to throw it down to you um, as you post your man up.
0: Well, I appreciate it. So listen, folks, we have on none other than Coach Chris Laporte. He is the Chief of Staff of the University of Cincinnati Men's Basketball Program, and we'll be back after this commercial break.
1: Visit our website, CoachGowens.podbean.com. Always learn to pass. Process, attitude, sacrifice, satisfaction. To a, a young man and their family that we're recruiting that – we felt like we were as good as anybody in player development and human development. Mm. And so, you know, when it, when it came to our practice facility and the resources that we had to help a young man reach his goals, you know, to play professionally or give himself a chance to play in the NBA, whatever, whatever the goals may be. And, you know, we wanted to recruit and coach guys that want to play professionally. That's important to us. Um, you know, are we going to have as nice of a locker room as, you know, the quote unquote major programs? Probably not, but you don't choose a school based on the locker room, right? You choose a school based on this place gives me the best chance to develop. This place gives me the best chance to, you know, be a part of a national brand and, and win and play in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, at least for competitive individuals, that's where their heads are at. So, um, we got our stuff pretty good at Greensboro, um, and it took time to get a you know a twenty four hour men's basketball practice gym and to have a players lounge and you know to do some of the things we did over time. Um, but you know to your point, we show up at Cincinnati and you walk into Fifth Third Arena, and I mean you're just you feel it, you're right? <laughs> you know it's it's, it's I like it. It's, 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 it's oh, different. <laughs> it's, it's different. You feel it right away. Yes, yeah. sir. And you know the first thing you learn is that they they sell out ninety seven percent of their home games. Wow! And it's like wow. I mean, they pack thirteen thousand in there every night, no matter who you're playing. I mean, the, the fan the fan base is just out of this world. And you know, I think it's it's one of the things that has just jumped off the page about Cincinnati Bearcat basketball is just the support is real. Wow. It is real and uh and so you know it's it's nice to have all the bells and whistles oh, now I can understand um, but, you know I think I think for us we're so we're so accustomed to uh you know we we would always watch film on the court because we didn't have a film room and you know we would always eat meals in the lounge because we didn't have a meal room and uh you know we would cram into offices because we only had you know 3 or 4 offices yes, and you know and so now we have all these things and
0: we kind of got to learn how to use them. All right, I kinda, <laughs> right. And, and, yes, hey, Coach Quick, I'd be like, uh, get out of my office, go to your office, man. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. But but yeah, I, yeah. I, I I certainly appreciate you you drilling down on that. And again, I and I and I know uh, you know kids are coming there, and it it's the wow factor. Um, you know, when I walk into, when I walk into a complex and, and I've been in gyms, the I you know I've seen the HBC schools and I've seen, you know, uh, all Americans play and, and you walk in and you go, wow, man, when well, you know, this is, it's college basketball, it's college basketball. But then when you're able to walk in and, and what I refer to is to have a turnkey, um, program, it is, uh, and it, it, again, you, you, you elaborated, you know, excellently. And I certainly appreciate, uh, taking that question. Coach Quick, I'm going to kick it to you.
2: Yes sir. Coach Laporte, what are some of your weaknesses as a coach and how could you improve? What is your greatest strength
1: and how does it help you? Yeah, great great question. Great question. Um most people would say my my greatest strength is my my positive energy and enthusiasm, you know, kind of my my ability to connect with people and bring people in and uh to just kind of see see the positive and things and be an energy guy um Mm -hmm. you know when when we're coming into practice after you know a fourth practice in four days and we're grinded out you know to come in the gym clapping and ready to go right um that's kind of been my, my my mo um i think for my weaknesses you know i think i'm still trying to really find my voice on the floor as a coach um and Coach Miller does a great job of giving his assistants opportunities to, you know, quote unquote, like be a head coach of certain drills, right? And so over the years, you know, from my first time being an assistant coach on the floor, I was like 23, 24 years old. And so I had no idea what I was doing. I just, I was just trying my best, you know, and, and over, <laughs> over time he would give me he would give me certain drills um, that I could, I had, I had a group and he was like, all right, you're teaching this. And in those, in those situations, you realize like, man, being a head coach is hard. Um, (laughs) I have their, I have their attention for three minutes and I've got to get, you know, X, Y, Z accomplished, whether it's teaching how to guard a pin down or teaching help side defense or teaching box outs. You know, I have three minutes with this group of five guys, I have to communicate so efficiently. I have to make sure they're locked in and then I have to make sure that we do it right. Wow. Cause I only have, I only have three minutes. Like I, I got to get it done and it's gotta be pretty much perfect. And yes, in God. those moments you realize, man, I, I got a long way to go. Uh, sometimes I'm done explaining. I look up the clock, there's only a minute and a half left. Uh, and, <laughs> yes, and, uh, and so I think as a, as a young coach, you know, how to communicate efficiently, effectively and, You know, to have a voice, um, in, in moments of adversity and, uh, to, to really coach the team. And I think that's something, that's an area I've got to grow. Yes, sir. But it sounds like you're very passionate
2: about wanting to do it. And, and that's how you learn. Um, I I remember back uh, after my high school graduation, coach Salmon and coach Goins gave me an opportunity to come back and be an assistant coach with them on, on staff because I've always had a desire to be a head basketball coach. and But that's how you learn. And being around them every day as a gym junkie, learning from them how they schedule practices, how they go about doing things, that's big time. And for Coach Miller to give you guys that opportunity, that's 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 where you learn and you grow. And I happen to think you're, I can feel your energy
1: just through this interview. So I know you're going to be a great head coach someday. Well, I appreciate that, and I think you know ultimately that's that's Coach Miller's goal. The guys who are assistant coaches for him, you know, he, he wants all of us to,
0: to get a chance to be head coaches. Yes, sir. No that's, doubt. That's right. Sitting sitting in that big chair. So, folks, we who we have on today is none other than Coach Chris Lapour, and he is the chief of staff of the University of Cincinnati men's basketball program. And we'll be back. You're listening to basketball more than a game with Coach Goings and Coach Quick. As we start wrapping this up, uh, last thing I, I really want to give a shout out is uh, just kind of piggybacking off of uh, you and Coach Quick's uh, last uh, dialogue is your passion. So, from from myself and where I sit, and again, it's coaches like yourself, uh, that's involved in the young men uh, of today, leaders of tomorrow, that's making a difference. Uh, so what I wanted to be able to do at this time is just want to just give our, our heartfelt uh, number one thank you for what you're doing uh, for these young men on the court, off the court, uh, as well as being a leader. Uh, and again, continue to support Coach Miller uh, because a lot of times people don't understand that to be in, to be a good head coach, I think that you have to be a very very dynamic assistant coach, and part and, far- and part of that process is to be able to understand what it takes, the relationship between the young, young men at your level. And then as you move to the big chair, so in that we wish you continued success uh, as you move forward in, uh, in your career, in the game of basketball, coach quick, I'll kick it to you.
2: Yes, sir. Coach Laporte, I just want to say thank you for this time and opportunity to be able to sit here and have a conversation with you about basketball, about life. And, I follow you on Twitter now. I'll be following you in the Cincinnati Bearcats from from the time, from the this day forward to the time that you get ready to retire because you didn't have to do this for us, but we appreciate it. You coming on our show and uh, just sitting down, having a conversation with us about life and basketball. I wish you guys the best. I bid you Godspeed. For a healthy season healthy and successful season and if you don't mind give my regards to coach Wes Miller i'm i'm a tar hill fan through and through and i remember him as a 2005 champion and uh, he he really excelled as a senior in 2006 so tell coach Miller i said what's up and i bid you guys all godspeed
1: much love and continued success i will definitely do that i got to remind recruits when they get to campus like Hey, you know, Coach Miller. I know, I know he's only five eleven, but man, he could hoop. You know, he won a national championship now. I got, I got, I got to remind him. You know, he shot forty five percent from three now. <laughs> <We're> right. <laughs> you got you know these these kids now are, were two years old when when Coach won that national championship. Wow. So, wow. We, got, we got we got to remind him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, guys, I appreciate you having me on. Appreciate the support, and uh, hopefully, you guys can can stop through a Fifth Third Arena sometime. We'd love to have you. Coach, we'll definitely take you up on that offer.
2: And on behalf of Coach G, Coach Chris Laporte, Chief of Staff of the Cincinnati Men's Bearcats basketball program, and myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym.
1: You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available
0: on podbean.com.